I'm going to apologize for not seeing you. I lost my way and I needed help and I didn't know who to turn to. And I came to a place where I felt like I didn't want to be here anymore. But by you praying and for God to step in to bring me back here, even when I didn't think there was any way. So I'm sorry for hurting you. And I mean that. I love you. What's going on, world? My name is Dean. And my name's Nikki. And you are officially tuned into the Black King, Black Queen podcast, where we explore a variety of topics, questions, and pressing thoughts. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate every listener by having meaningful conversations surrounding Black love, Black excellence, and Black legacy. With every unique discussion, we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly that most individuals will experience while on this journey called life. At the core, our message is to choose purpose over fear. We encourage every listener to let go of whatever has been holding them back and step into their individual purpose on purpose. As well, we express the importance of taking this step because there is always someone who can benefit from a lived experience. So, in the words of my husband, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So we challenge you to choose purpose over fear today. Now let's get into this episode. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. How we feeling? Talk to me, how we feeling? It's minus 20 degrees outside, but we inside. How we feeling? All right, that's what's up. You may be seated. You may be seated. You may be seated. You guys got me all the way amped. (laughs) First and foremost, we just want to say thank you guys for coming out tonight. It means so much to us, understanding the vision that we had um, to see everybody pull up in minus 20 degree weather and show up like this. First of all, I just want to say, it was 8.09, and I said doors open at 8 o'clock, and I saw about 75% of the room full. I was like, wow, this is breaking news. <laughs> like, I have never in my life seen this. <laughs> like, black people were on time. Like, put your hands together just for that. Like, put your hands together just for that. <laughs> I also, could we put our hands together for my beautiful wife, Nikki? And so I want to say hi, hello, and welcome, 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 everybody, to our very first live podcast show. You guys don't know how beautiful you guys look tonight. Oh, my God, baby, don't they look good? They look good. My gosh, I'm loving what I'm seeing. There's just something about the color black that gets me excited. Uh -uh. I love it, I love it, I love it. But honestly, I am so grateful, and we are so grateful for all of you who came out tonight. Usually, it's just Dean and I sitting back in our studio (laughs) recording to our little camera. But tonight, it's very special. It's different because we have all of you here to support us and just be here with us for this very momentous moment. And so we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. From the bottom of our hearts, literally. Um, I think it's, it's crazy because I always had a vision of doing something really big. I do music. I know I do a little music. And um, I always envisioned being at Madison Square Garden with like thousands of people. But what I realized is that sometimes we miss the little things and the progress that happens while you're starting, right? Um, You may look at it like we're at the bottom, but in this past season, we've had to dig deep, like deeper than ever before. And for us to be here, for you guys to support us the way you guys support us tonight, you guys honestly don't know 
how much that means to us, man, because there was a point in time where I almost quit. There's a point in time where last year I almost jumped. Like it got it got it got serious. It got deep. And um it's only by the grace of God why myself and my beautiful wife were standing or sitting here before you guys tonight. So just to whoever it is that is going through situations right now and you feel like you're at your end, I'll say to you, always remember your why. And if you can just say yes, remember why you said yes. This is a result of my yes, of our yes, right? If we didn't say yes in the midst of our storms, we would not be before you guys right now. This is only the beginning, but I know what God has planned and what God has in store for us is going to elevate us and take us to higher heights. And I'm excited to do it with you guys. This is episode number one, and we lit. It's episode number one, and we lit. We lit. Celebrating Black Love, Black Unity, Black Excellence, and Black Power. So right now we're having our Black Unity shoot where our Black Fitting. Look, I, I can't even believe I'm, I'm about to say this right now, but I just can't take it anymore. Darnell and I haven't been on good terms for a really long time now, and I honestly just can't take it. Our marriage is dying, and we're in need of some real support, like from black and married couples you know i know we're not the only ones that would benefit from this you got to do something because there is a real need we need this studies show that over the last few decades marriage has been a declining institution within the black community in 2020 only 30 percent of all african americans were married compared to the 48% of all Americans. As a result of the pandemic, many couples were faced with a strenuous challenge of having to spend countless hours in isolation with their partner. This for many was not only difficult, but caused tension which could have been avoided with the support of a healthy community. We often devalue the importance of a healthy community and the accountability that comes with it, without realizing that it is one of the key secrets to the success of a healthy marriage. So I ask you, why do marriage alone when you could be a part of a community like this? At Black and Married, we've created a space where couples can connect, communicate, and collaborate. Couples can also find community, build lifelong friendships, and gain a source of support. A place where your voice and story will be heard. So again, I ask, why do marriage alone when you could be a part of a community like this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Black and Married. Black and Married. When we were putting the show together, we made it very important. It was very important to us that we got couples that we want to look up to and do life with, and couples that also inspire us in some way, shape, or form. And these were the four couples that really stood out. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to have them introduce themselves and, and tell a little bit of their story, and then we'll get into the rest of the night. Starting on my right. Uh, Dominic Reed. And? David Reed. And how long you guys been married, David? When, how long you guys been married? Six years. Uh, when's that? Oh, round of applause. He's right, he's right. He's when, when, when's the anniversary? November 25th. Ah, no, he knows. <laughs> he knows. What year? What year? What year? 2016. All right, that's love. That's love. That's love. And right behind them, we got? Khadija. And? I go by the name of Cake. Calvin Cake. You may know me as Cake. All right. And how long you guys been married, Calvin Cake? 
One year and change. Uh, we're, we're new, we're new, we're Let's fresh. <laughs> and the, the wedding anniversary date? September 10th. September 10th, another Woo! September, that's love. Hey, let's go. And right to our left we have. Guys, the mic was off. Um, <laughs> my name is Leah, and you are? I, first of all, uh, let me put a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> the years, how long you been married? <laughs> <laughs> don't think, don't think. No, I think it, it's, where we at? One, two, Johnny. Five years. Five, five years. Five years? What about six years? What we are? Six years? Sean, you got married for 2018. <laughs> What's the math? 2018. What's the math? Four years. Yay! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, and directly behind them, we got. We got. Oh, don't don't figure it out. We got. <laughs> Don't cheat! <laughs> we got Chanel Mills here and... Mills. Mills, let's go. And Mills, how long have you guys been married? Long time. Long time. <laughs> good answer, good answer. I love answer. it, I love it. <laughs> what was the year, what was the year? The, the CM year. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> All right, okay, so let's go into these questions. So um, we all know that most women, from the day they were born, know what year they want to get married, know the dress they want to wear, all that good stuff. But what I want to know is, to my kings, what was it about this particular woman that made you say, I'm hanging up the jersey for life? Like, I want to know what... What what was for it? For life. <laughs> hey, for life. For life. Can I get everybody to say for life? For life. No, louder than that. Let's go. For life. All right. For life. All right, y'all. So my with this beautiful, uh, <laughs> the mother of my precious daughter, um, with with Lee, she she just rolled out. Like I remember for me, like, um, wait, y'all, y'all. <laughs> We're already in it. But no, but for real, like, for, for, I went through some craziness for some people that don't know. Like, I had, like, I had a big fall. I'll call it that. A big fall. And um, it actually, like, it was really, really bad for Amanda and Samantha back there. They were there. They're the one that fought, found me on the ground. Bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. And I um, remember when they called Lee, and Lee came to the hospital, and I, and I, like, everything was confusing until she got there. Wow. And then that's when I knew. So everybody relax. <laughs> Boy, I know why I married this woman. Y'all relax. Boy, you better let them know. You better let them know. <laughs> All right, David, what was it about Dominique that made you say, you know what? It's over with. This the one. First thing, actually, it was for me. It was the more times when I feel when I saw that she had my back, mm. and I never went through an experience with that for the people I was dating, and that was like you know those times when you sit there and you just stare at somebody for like a minute, and then that person catches you and they're like. What happened? What, what are you looking at me for? 
<laughs> and you like mesmerized. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, it's that moment of feeling like, you know, that that felt that was like ready to like. And she was always there at my games, you know, at runs I was going to, and then somebody was talking crazy, and we had to go meet that person, and. <laughs> I didn't know this. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. I didn't know this. So, but like after, so we, we got to the spot. I'm like, yo, what up? And he looked at me like, what's up? And then I see something small just swinging. I'm like, <laughs> like what's going on? Like, yo, I was like, nah. But when she started swinging before I started swinging, that, I was like, all right. That's a wrap. Let me put this jersey up real quick. Like, this is it. This is it right here. So, you know, that, that's when I knew that's that love. she was I the love one. It. That's love. Mills, what we got, man? What was it that made you know Chanel was that one? Um, you know, sometimes you get whole heap of trial version first, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause it's free, you get three days, you know, a couple. Yeah. Nah, but for real, um. <laughs> no, one time I was at my uh, my parents' house, yeah. and she's just walking down the steps, and I seen her like older, like it was weird. Like wow. she looked like my. I pictured myself with her older. She's just walking wow. down the steps. It was weird. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, and just like that, <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird, That's love. Yeah. That's love. Ah, Cake, talk to me, man. So for me, she was just different from anybody that I have ever met. Um, it was like I, I, I've been through the mud, you know what I mean? Yep. So when you've been through that, you could really recognize somebody of her caliber and you know, her, her foundation was built on God, and we have the same, you know what I mean? The same, I would say, morals, and our, our families are, like, similar. So I said that, you know what? I always told myself I'm not talking to a next girl if she don't have a Bible in her house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so in that time, I knew, like, we just, when we first met, we were just talking, you know, about our life story, and I seen that there were so much similarities. I said, this is the one. Hey. <laughs> that's love that's love alrighty so ladies we heard from your husbands and so now we want to hear a little bit from you might be a tough act to follow if I do say Ooh. so myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we just want to know a little bit about your story so a little bit of how you guys met and then the process of waiting to dating to finally walking down the aisle what was that like tell us a little bit about your process anyone want to go first or let it all out um with this guy. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let it out, girl. We have been together for 10 going on 11 years. We Long dated time. for six years before we got married. Six years. Wow. <laughs> that's and we've now from. been married for four in year five. Um, but... The process of waiting. Let me tell you, it wasn't easy. Six years is a long time, guys. I know. I'm, I'm starting where I'm going. Stop. <laughs> I'm don't redirect me. I'm good. Um, but, okay, fine. You guys want to know how we met? Yeah. Guys, I messaged him. Oh! She, she shot her shot! 
She shot her shot. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But no. Yep. Um, right, Nikki? <laughs> ah. Talk to them. Talk. Oh, no. no. Actually. Leah. <laughs> so continue. No, but um, I messaged him. And we've been talking ever since. It wasn't even like, a, oh, I'm looking for anything. It was just like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, how are you? I see you all the time, but like, we don't know each other. So that's how it started, and that's where it's been. He's my best friend. Um, and let's go back to the six years, right? So <laughs> six years is a long time. Yeah. But I am grateful that, because, guys, let me preface. We started talking when we were 20 years old. Wow. No one's getting married at... 21. It wasn't happening. Um, but it really grounded us, I think, being able to experience life with somebody, because that's literally what we did. Even though, like, you know, we weren't married, um, we were experiencing life together. Um, like that day he was talking about when he um, had his accident, I left work. I was like, listen, lady, don't look for me to come back, because I'm not coming back. I gotta go. Um, got to the hospital, and nobody knew what was going on. But, like, I... Like, just to be there for him, that's all I needed to do. I just knew that I needed to be in the room. I just needed to be there. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's, that's us. That's our story. I mean, nothing fancy. Nothing How was special. the process of waiting for the ring? Mm. Mm. Tell us. Guys, listen. <laughs> um, it was hard. And, like, I'm going <laughs> to, if, if we're going to be real, <laughs> it, was, it was difficult. Um, I would say, like, you know, you see people get engaged and you see people... Uh, you know, together for like two minutes, and they're like, "Wow, this is it." It was difficult. Yeah, it was hard. Right. And I'm looking at I'm looking at him like, <laughs> "What are you waiting Hello? for?" <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's, the mic was off. You couldn't hear me. But um, it was definitely a process and something that like I had to look at myself for. Like, okay, why do I feel this way? Why is um, like why do I have these feelings? Because at the same time, you also have to look at your situation and right. be like, okay, well this. We're not in the place to, to get married, or we're not in the place to do certain things. Not even just necessarily marriage, like in life. Like you look at other people doing stuff, and it's like, I'm not in the place, you might not be in the place to do something that somebody else is doing, right? So it's just like, how can I get, if you want to do that, how can I get myself to that place? What do I need to do? Do I need to go to counseling? Do I need to take a class? Do I need to learn something? So um, it was definitely a process for me. As well, I will say it was hard, but getting to that place like once once the ring did come I, then i was like oh okay oh, that yeah. was it yeah right, cool yeah i can agree anyone else want to chime in ladies so um we've been together in total for about 12 years now um this november will be seven years um so how it started it's funny because i was living in the states for a little bit and so was he and we didn't know each other at that time at all, but um, my cousins were like close with his family. So like my family knew his family, but I didn't know him. So it was like a, not destined, but like we just never crossed paths at the yeah. time. So um, I remember coming back from New Jersey and he, he was back. Um, my cousin had to, my cousin was going to his church. I just remember her asking if I wanted to come to church with her. And I said, yeah, I'll come. And then I remember this car pulling up and it was, him, he came out the car and I'm sitting there, I'm eating like Popeye's chicken. I'm like, I hope this guy doesn't come to the car and talk to me. <laughs> I pray he doesn't come to the car. Long and behold, he comes to the car and talks to me. I'm like, God, he's like, you gonna come inside? I'm like, mm, 
no, I'm okay in here. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm not coming in. And he was persistent. Um, he didn't stop until I came inside. So I ended up coming inside for a bit, just chilling. We were talking. When my cousin was done, we are chilling and all that stuff. And he's just like, you know, our conversation was just easy. It was easy going. And one thing for me, how I really knew that um, this man was for me, from the first day, it just felt like forever. I felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. I felt safe. I felt like I knew him, even though we didn't know each other for that long. It just felt like, like I couldn't imagine a day without this man. I really couldn't. So for me, that's what it was. And, you know, we spent a lot of days together. Like he's talking about his ball. He played ball. He's athletic. So ball was important to him. So many of the people that play ball with him or that know, they'll always see me at a ball run. They'll know. And of course, it gets heated sometime. And I'm a person. I don't play about mine. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where he's coming from with that. But that, that's basically how our story went. All right, Nelly. Anyone else? Honey? Uh, we've been together for about eight years yeah. now. We met through mutual friends, and um, it was at a party. He came up to me, and he was like, who told you to come outside like this? Oh, eh, eh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was, Sorry. That was the line? <laughs> that was the line. <laughs> And, you know, I said some other things in my ear, and then I didn't. <laughs> and then I didn't see him for the rest of the night. But there, we had a mutual friend, and then he hit up his mutual friend the, the next day, and he was having some barbecue at his condo. And he was like, you know, um, bring, bring my girlfriend over to my barbecue. And I was like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The eye rolling. So I went over, but we had a lot of mutual friends. So I was just like, no way. And he was like, I don't want her either. But, you know, well, sure. I'm sure that's how you felt. But yeah. Anyways, I was like, no, no. He said no. And then we ended up having like one conversation that probably lasted for hours and hours. And then we just started seeing each other all the time. And then he claims I never went home. And <laughs> he was just like, yeah, she never went home. And then, um, I don't know, one day he was just like, I know, you know, you're going to cry if I have tings, so I guess I'll drop them. And I was like, <laughs> Lordy, is this Lordy. you taking me serious? <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Then a year later, he proposed, and I was shocked actually yeah. that he was thinking about proposing. And you know how I, I knew he was going to propose because one day we were sitting with this man and he was married, and he asked the man, um, "How do you know, like, if she's the one and you want to get married?" He's <laughs> He asked her that question. I'm looking at him like, "What well, did he really just ask that?" I'm like, "Oh shoot, okay." okay. And we're actually on vacation. And then when we came back from vacation, we were walking past the ring store, and um, we walked in, and then he went up to the lady. He was like, oh, ma'am, I need some help. This is my mistress, though, but they have the same size hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to know what her ring size is. 
So, as you could tell, maybe it was his humor that got me. Yeah. <laughs> That's love. Yeah. And the rest was history. Um, they were talking about basketball earlier, and we did. He did propose to me at a basketball game. Dope. I gotta tell you. It was, it was super corny, but I loved it. All eyes on you. He went and got popcorn, put the ring in there, you know, brought it to me. I was eating it, found the ring in there. I wasn't expecting that. He said some speech to me, but I didn't hear anything. So I was just like, uh, yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and then later on, I was like, what, why? And he was like, I told you when I proposed to you. I'm like, fuck. I'm like oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I don't remember any of it, babe. Sorry. <laughs> And then, yeah, and I was like, when do you want to get married? He's like, I don't care. Just pick a date. I'll be there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and now we're here. And now you're here. I love it. I love it. You're here. <laughs> All right. Khadija, talk to me. All right. So for us, we've been together for six years, married for one so far. All right. Um, and when we met, we met through a mutual friend. So it was actually a, a barbecue, his birthday. And I, I didn't want to go at first, actually. I was telling my friend, I don't want to go. Like, I'm tired. I'm just done. Like, I, she begged me for, like, an hour at my bedside. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I'm like, all right, let's just go. I ended up going. And we spoke briefly because he was a man of the hour, right? So he was very important. He didn't have no time for me. So I met him at his birthday. And then I ended up meeting him again a couple days later. And it was like so weird. I'm like, oh, like you again. And we talked for a little bit. And then I, I seen him again, actually, for the third time. And the third time was when he ended up asking me for my Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah my Snapchat. Like, you know, like, what's your Snap? I'm like, OK, I gave it to him. And then we exchanged numbers. And then we texted for a little bit. And then, you know, it was, it was cool. We texted on and off. And eventually, we were just inseparable. Like, we texted all the time. Like, me and him were just, like, I'm always giggly in my phone. And my friend's like, Those who are you ones? texting? Yeah. Like, who are you texting? I'm like, my bae. Like, ah! I was yeah, <laughs> telling you, I was, like, head over heels. Like, I love this guy, like, honestly. But, um... And then we ended, up hanging, <laughs> we ended up hanging out one time, um, and we had, like, a really good, deep conversation. And I think we just really clicked from that time. Um, and I just knew that, like, he was different from, like, other people. And we really could connect. And that was, that's hard, and that, that's very rare to do. And we did that. And, like, literally, we've been together ever since. Um, yeah, basically, that's kind of how our story went. Some things. Oh, yeah, I'm going to just keep some things out. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because growing up, I, myself, we didn't have, we had older role models, but we didn't have a community of especially black young people that were married to, like, kind of give us guidance and, like, show us the way. It was all on, like, our parents, and they do marriage a little bit different from how we do marriage these days, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I never experienced that. So growing up, it was kind of weird. Like, I looked at marriage like, oh, that's for my parents. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't see true representation of my age bracket in my race being married. And it's funny, because I had a young guy ask me the other day, um, how did you know she was the one? And to be honest, for me, how I knew Nikki was the one, 
I couldn't picture my future without her in it. Like, I, I didn't want to imagine my life without this woman. Like, it was, like, impossible for me to do that. And it's funny because there's something about getting with your purpose partner that, like, breaks everything. Because before Nikki, I was just out here, just lost. Like, you know, I'm just just, just wandering. And post-Nikki, it's like, we, I found identity. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, some people say, you got to get married and know A, A, B, A, all the way, A to Z. But for me, it was, I knew I was ready. And I'll say this for men. Like, it's so important we understand and know we're ready for this thing. I've seen a lot of marriages, like, sabotage sabotage because someone stepped out because they thought it was cute someone stepped out on a trend like black love is a trend right now and they didn't work on themselves so i asked this to say did any one of you guys do premarital counseling because for us we came up in an era where counseling was like unheard of like our parents from jamaica and stuff and counseling counseling i thought about counseling like you know what i mean like so we never we to this day we haven't done that and um, I just want to know, this, have, have any of you guys done that? And what were the, the benefits of doing that? So, yes, we did. Friendly, though, tried it. But I feel... Huh? It didn't really work. You know, <laughs> counselor would fall asleep on we and we, all of them thing there. And, you know? But... <laughs> just, you know? That's the first just, It's just overbearing, you know? No, no, I'm being real. I'm being real, but... How, how yeah. long was your session? How long was the session for? Uh, like, maybe like two hours. Mm. Yeah. That boy said, that's long. Kind of long. But no, it's just us really yeah. going back. They're just observing what's going on, listening, I guess. But sometimes it gets overbearing, you know? <laughs> so sometimes I feel counseling, though, is more... It adds more fuel to the fire if you're not ready than anything else. You know what I mean? So... With that being said, though, I realize that counseling, you guys both have to be ready. You guys have to really want it more than you want your own way because a counselor can come. A counselor can't tell you really how to run your life and what to do because you'll just listen for the hour. And then when they're gone to their wife or their husband mm -hmm. and you guys are still in the mess. So you guys got to really be ready. And, you know, that's what it is. That's love. I think for us. Uh, counseling was was important for us because in our relationship we had a lot of layers that needed to be unraveled um, and peeled off so by us going to counseling what it allowed us to do is one um, li like you said there, there had to be an agreement that we both were going to be intentional about going to counseling because um, at first I was like because me and Dean we're, we come from the same background so <laughs> I'm like, I called you like, dog, do you want to go counseling? Is she don't like counseling? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't talk don't about family. Talk about counseling. But then it's a, it's a selfless thing. Um, and I had to get to that point where um, we needed to, there are some things in me that I needed to get out. And likewise, because of our, our individual past, because it's two individuals becoming one, right? And before, like, I didn't want things to keel over on while we're married. I would rather things start to unlearn in the engagement stage. Um, because people think engagement and marriage are two different things, two different monsters. So when we went to counseling, 
we were able to see some flaws that I was just like, oh, that, I mean, we'll get over that. Uh, oh, this thing in me, I'll get over it. Oh, Sean, we were on the same page. And, and oh, certain ways, certain ways I used to talk, certain things I used to say, I didn't know that there were triggers until we went into that stage of counseling. And, and I was able to, we were able to sit with somebody that knows nothing about us, not a friend, not, not even our own uh, pastor at the time. And they were able to see like, well, you said that, but when you say that, that to her means this. And then from there, I was like, damn, I, well, me getting into this, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and, but counseling helped me see these things and be able to attack some of the, the, the flaws right out the gate and not wait for it. I agree. We just were not, there was things that we weren't on the same page about. Like, things that like, okay, well, I want to do this, but it's just like, oh, I never want to do that. <laughs> like, for example, I, one thing was, for me, was a TV in the bedroom. I was like, yeah, no. He's like, why not? <laughs> what, what's the problem? I was like, absolutely, I want to sleep. Like, what? Yeah. LeBron, LeBron wants playing. to watch LeBron. I don't care. <laughs> That's all right. Let him play. You can sit in the living room while he's playing. Like, it was, like, little things like that, things that you don't realize. That you think, like, oh, well, this is how I live now. Like he said, it's two people coming together to be one. So it's little things, like, that you do, like, okay, this is how I live, but this is how I live. But we're coming together trying to make it work, and we're just pushing things together. It, it doesn't make sense. So for me, counseling was having that open conversation beforehand. Like he said, I'm just reiterating everything this man just said. But... Having that open conversation, then thank you, um, before, <laughs> so that um, when you get into the marriage stage, that the conversation is a little bit easier. Even just opening up things that you, you had never talked about before. So when you get to that marriage stage, it's like, okay, we, we talked about this before, so it's like, okay, and it's not uncomfortable. It's not, a, um, this is a make or break. It's things that you you already had in mind so it's like okay we can move forward together on this right now on like all of our social media you see the good like you only see the highlights of people's marriages oh i took a photo shoot oh we're traveling all that stuff nobody really shows the downs like they only show the ups what are some challenges that you guys are either facing right now or have faced and overcome in your marriage? Um, well, for starters, when you're married for that much of a time, being so young, the challenges are almost endless. And um, like you get married, that honeymoon stage, most people when they get married, they think that honeymoon stage is a forever thing. It's not. It's trials and tribulations and the beauty of all that is trying to like Navigate your, your way through the trials and tribulations. You have two people, two different jobs, two different preferences, two di like everything coming together. The time I go to work, the time he goes to work, that becomes an issue. People he works with, people with I, that I work with, that becomes an issue. Um, just two lives becoming one. Uh, we, we got through a lot of challenges um, that were very difficult. One of my toughest ones being that I'm a mother now of a one-year-old, postpartum depression, probably the toughest thing that yep. I... Oof. It's okay. Man. Yeah. It's okay. You know, 
sometimes when you're known for being such a tough person, nobody really sees you as um, soft enough to take pain, but it hurts. Everything I went through hurt. Um, postpartum depression was tough because I didn't even know who I was. I'm like, who is this? As I'm projecting something, I'm like, yo, I don't even know who this is. I don't know her. Losing myself, feeling like, who am I? And, you know, being married at such a young age to dealing with postpartum depression, like, he's not equipped for that. Nobody teaches you as a man how to deal with that. So it's just like, that creates a rift, that creates some space in the marriage. Sure. And it's like, you have to learn each other all over again. Mm -hmm. You lose each other, you come back. Like, it's tough, but um, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the grace of God, if it wasn't for God, yeah, I wouldn't be here today. So that's definitely one of the major ones that I've overcome. Well, I'm just going to say that um, we always, uh, one thing that we agree on is we were friends first. Yep. So that's what saves us. Yep. So we, we actually like each other. Yeah. You know, it's like, we always say, if we don't work out, we're always going to be really good friends. Um, but a challenge that has been consistent in our relationship is if we have a disagreement, he likes to shut down and I like to talk. Right? Yep. So he'll be like, yep. shut down completely and I'll just be in his ear. So like, we always have that, that back and like that. We always have that challenge, but now I'm learning to respect his space and hopefully he'll come back to me the next day, but I'm not waiting more than a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll respect your space until tomorrow. But, <laughs> but that's been like a consistent challenge of ours. And I feel like, it, like it's, it could, you could view it as something small, but it has become something big with us. Because right. it's like, I wanna talk, I like to, I wanna just iron it out now. I don't like to go to bed mad. He can peacefully go to bed mad. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go watch basketball, eat food. He's like, actually, I like it when we're not talking. It's very peaceful right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm upstairs, slamming doors, mad, mumbling to myself. <laughs> well, he's having the time of his life because he doesn't have to talk. <laughs> so that, that, I'll say that's a challenge in our marriage. Would you like to add? Okay, here we go. Testimony. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like she wants to talk right now. I want to hear the problem and then just leave me alone so I can process it and fix it. She wants to just keep talking. <laughs> I want to respond. Right? She wants to keep talking, but when she's talking now, the problem is lost. The original problem's lost. No, it sounds funny, but it's true, right? There's too much going on at that point now. Yeah, it's, it sounds, yeah. trust me. I, when she leaves and she's vexing upstairs, I'm like, now do you even know <laughs> why? what the problem is? <laughs> right? Just tell me what it is and leave me alone. Yo, me never like when you do that. All right. Now I have to sit there and be like, yo, sure, maybe. But now she's keep talking, keep talking. Now I don't even remember what she doesn't like. <laughs> right? Yeah. And now she's vex, and me have peace. <laughs> so, 
really and truly, it's only peaceful if there's it's basketball season. When baseball and them thing they're on, the vex. Yeah, we can't go nowhere, right? And, and it's different, yo. I'm used to like when she met me. I'm in a condo, so I'm by myself. Yo, I love my space. I love being alone. It doesn't bother me at all, right? Sure, surely, sure, <laughs> right? But she just wants to talk right now, noticing that it's not gonna solve the problem. Like, babe, I hear you. Just tell me what pissed you off, and I want to fix it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? She wants me to just, what do you want me to do? Respond now. You want me to fix it now? Yeah. <laughs> Look like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ear on <laughs> Sandra said, we ain't have nothing nice for said, don't say nothing. Right. Hey. That's my mother. So, can't fix it right now. It's a build-up problem. It's not like, you know what I mean? Usually it's a build-up problem yeah. that you're, you get annoyed of and you explode now. So tell me the problem, and I want to fix it, but I need to process. I hear that. I hear that. I'm going to put babe on the spot, though, before you ask your question. I, I need to ask my question. Let, let, me put, let me put you on the spot. What are some... Oh, God. <laughs> what, what, what are some challenges that... You faith that we we faced in our marriage that has risen up in the last four years. <laughs> Mine's loud and clear. So don't go too hard. Just take time with me, right? The people that are here, like, take, 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 oh, no. take time. Be nice, all right? Don't throw me all. I can't even think. I can't even think. Um, so Nothing. There we have it, guys. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <Yay. laughs> Um, some challenges, I think it's more so just in our recent, you know, season of life, a lot of things have just become more annoying, I guess, and just harder to deal with because when life throws you, you know, situations and darts, you have to now adjust and things just get different and you start reacting to things that never used to bother you before. So I said this on a podcast the other day that I wished he would carry the laundry basket to the laundry room. I'll do the laundry, I'll fold, but bring it back to the room. Any little thing, simple like that. And he caught a tood cause like I help around, but the laundry basket's been sitting there for quite I some forgot. time. You didn't forget. It's in your face. It's in everybody's face. So it's like little things like that where I'd be like Hulk Hogan. I'm going up. I'm going down. I had no problem with it. But then now I have two kids and I'm tired. I need you to now do this. Trust me, the strength me of asking. a woman is wild. Wild. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> so I think it's just... Um, also, I'm learning how to communicate better. I was a person who was, not to say a mute, but I can handle situations very well like I don't speak much so if you know me you will know nothing about me one of those kinds of things you just know what I tell you and so I will go through things and I will sit with it but it doesn't work for him similar he likes to speak he wants to get it out immediately he'd be looking at me like are you six let's talk come on like you don't have any words to say yeah like you know kind of disrespect but like <laughs> but, <laughs> use your words use your words <laughs> but i've been learning to communicate better have i 
Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that was, I think, one of our challenges because now I'm being a little bit more vocal and sometimes, you know, he doesn't love what I have to say and you're a lady, hold your place. But I am doing better and I think just learning how to communicate better and making sure how I'm feeling is more clear. Mm-hmm. So that came with our season. Can I say something real quick? hundred percent. about that. Like, this, this is for the men out there. Um, one thing that I had to learn <laughs> is the evolution of love language changing. Yeah. Let's get it. Love language, it changes. And if you're not keeping up, you'll be doing the right thing wrong for the longest time. So it's, in, it's important. Lee and I actually had, like, a couple of weeks ago, we had to actually sit down Redo the test. Do, do the test. Yep. And then I realized, I'm like, no wonder why you hate me, because I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. Like, I had no idea. Like, because I, I was doing my best, but I was doing it, I was, I was attacking the wrong so thing. Right? So it's important. Men, be intentional about finding out these things, because it will save you a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of stress. So, so question, can yeah. I, I, this is actually one of the questions. One of our questions. Do we know each other's love language? And are we operating in that? Uh, well, I don't well, even know my love language, to be honest. Like, love do, you know, do we know our own love Yeah, like, so do you, guys, are, do you guys understand each other's love language? Are you loving each other the right way? Yeah. Yes, but it, it's a, it, I, I talked about being selfless. It is a selfless thing as well because what she may like, what her love language is. So one of her things is touch, like like all Don't the time and affection. Yeah. Like, I'm touch her, Sean. Like, touch her, Sean. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like holding hands in the mall. I'm just like, no, we don't do that. Like, we, don't, like, we don't hold hands in the mall, like you know. Like, but but again, so it's a selfish thing. So what she may like, or what 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 makes her work, may be the thing that I. Just d- hey, this is about to say. Hate. About to say. <laughs> we said hey. <laughs> so, so I just had to learn to 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 really Adapt. ask God for grace to yeah. allow me to like humble myself and be <laughs> humble myself, humble myself, and really be intentional. But like, okay, let me really work on that part of the love language because at the end of the day, um, okay, I won't say that. Cause that's not always true. But at the end of the day, having her well and 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 fulfilled, it, it adds so much value to our marriage. And and so that we have to do that way. Yes. Yeah, that, that's true because with me, I, I like to do things a certain way. So like her birthday would come up and this would come up and that would come up, and I'll be like, all right, yo, let's go all in, let's go all out. The most important time for her in that entire day is when we get home in the bed and we chill. And I'm just like, oh, so it's quality time. But I'll be so busy. So I was doing it wrong. I was so busy all the time. I was just like, yeah, man, but yo, if I do this big and, you know. And gifts. Yeah, and gifts. this and that. Well, she'd always just be gifts. like, yeah, thank you. I was like, what's, what's wrong with this woman? Like, does she hate me? I'm fine. Well, go on. Like, but then I realized she literally doesn't care about none of this, man. Like, what she wants at the end of the day it's just a husband that's available to her. And that's yes. more than the gifts, 
the 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 events, all this, everything, right? So it's learning though. It's took four, four years. It's a real process. Because I'm always just on go time, but it's a real process. Are you guys, are you guys in operating in that? Um, for us, it's a process. Like for me, I'm, I'm very like. I, t I talk a lot in this marriage. I communicate a lot. Yep. And he's the opposite. Like, he's, you know? So, for me, I, I stated a lot. Um, but at the same time, it's like, because I'm so, like, open with my words. David, oh, no. it's in the bag, baby. <laughs> it's in the bag. That's right. That's right. No, but you know, I I I talk. I talk a lot about what I want, but lately I've been like forgetting to ask what he needs. It's been really like you know, as a you think about yourself like as a woman, I need this, I need this, but I just really just maybe a couple months ago stopped and was like. I need to figure out what my husband needs because I can't be worrying about me, 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 and he's being neglected. So um, I, we sit down, we talk about our love languages. I'm working on it. That's why I mean it's a process because you're so used to, like for me, I'll love the way I think somebody wants to be loved, and now I'm learning to, like Sean said, be selfless and love the way he needs to be loved. So process. All right, Mills, you got something, man. I gave up on the response. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the space. Yeah. No, I'm practicing my, um, you're right, babe. That's what I'm practicing now. <laughs> that makes me mad. That works. You're right. <laughs> what? You're not like, ho, ho, ho. You're dismissing me. No, I said, you're right, babe. No, you so, mean it. How you know when me mean it, uh -oh. when me not mean it? <laughs> you see? Can't win. Can't win. Can't win. Anyway. Can't win. Everybody skipped over this one thing. The picnic them. Yeah, the kids. I was about to talk about that. That's my next thing, bro. Me have it. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Me and my wife, five picnic together. Total between the both of us. <laughs> right? It's an old still, yeah. It's an old. Right? It's a whole lot of them, right? They take up your time, right? So when you met your wife, you know, what are you about church people in there? I fix up my argument. I can't talk. Talk, right. fam. I'm not going now. Yeah, but. You know when you meet your wife, you know, and she look a certain way, she just wake up or she just come out of the shower, you know? You just want, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Everybody know what I mean? Yep. All right. Yep. All right? We don't want to leave out nobody. All right. <laughs> but now, we have a two-year-old. Three-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a twelve-year-old who just ask questions for no reason sometimes. <laughs> right? So me I play hide and seek in my own house. 
Eh? Me I play hide and seek, forget front when me done pay for it. <laughs> eh? That don't make no sense. <laughs> no. Hold on. I lie me I tell? No. Eh? Maybe I'm not wording it correctly on the want it's a sound, but some attack. Right? So now a little bit of that is is missing. She's vexed, I'm vexed, because two we want that, but the kids' needs come first. Alright? Me vex I watch TV. She vex I deal with the picnic of them. Everybody does vex. Only the picnic of them alone happy. <laughs> eh? It's always the people who not pay no bills. <laughs> are the happiest people. That not make no sort of sense, right? Right? And it's bad. I don't do the, the counseling thing. I don't knock it, but I'm, my dad was like a Jamaican soldier. And it's just, in our culture, it's just like frowned upon, mm-hmm. right? But my mom, she talks straight. She'll tell her if she's right. She, she usually tell her, I said she's right, or she needs to fix something, or me. No, no, he, yeah, me, 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 right? <laughs> she talks straight. She doesn't hold no punches, and we could both talk to her and get honest answers. So that's like my free counselor, so, right? Yeah, she's not, she's not going to be like, oh, yeah, just because I'm her son. She's like, no, yo, you mess up. Go fix that. Straight, right? So that helps. I'm just mad the kids are C-blockers. I'm just- yes. <laughs> yo, we can't talk? <laughs> All right, so one day I'm not work. Yeah. <laughs> right? And some Story days time. Can I talk? Story time. All right. One day I'm not work, and she could work from home sometimes. All right? Baby, I sleep. All right? Let's Just go. Fresh sleep. Gear, gizzo, you know, 20 minutes for going a deep sleep. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> As they would say, deep REM. Ah. Yeah, deep REM. Right? So she come down and tiptoe down. Can you imagine that? My wife have to tiptoe in our house. <laughs> right? She had tiptoe to come downstairs. Oh, she's sleeping. Yo, as soon as. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When. I say, yo, you know what? I'm not even about to want it again. <laughs> yep. Because if this interruption is going to keep happening, you know? No, yeah, kids are a big thing. And my wife and my mom told me the same thing. They're going to leave you when, you're o- when they're older. So we got to put each other before them more times. Right? But we're raised to, like, take care of the kids, make sure everything's happy. Them no business about nothing. Them have everything. Right? Them have internet, them have everything. If you don't have a toy that you, you think you want, go up on the internet and look when people play with it. You have it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but all joke aside, yeah. we have to put each other before the kids sometimes. So I have like an 80-20 rule. But, but I feel it's not, we can't blame it all on the kids though. No. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel 
women have this thing that they feel that this is a chore. You know what I mean? And when you, when you look at this thing as a chore, your mindset is like, oh, I just got to do this. Or when you realize that it's something your husband needs, it's a different, it's a different energy. You know different what I mean? Thing. It's very different. So we can't blame it all on the kids. We have True. to realize that, you know what I mean? You have to put your mindset to say yes, you know? Okay, but you know what? When you're yes, a mother, yes, 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 yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> Listen, when you're a mom, okay, your load is 10 times harder, okay? So you got to cook, you got to clean. Yes. You got to take care of the kids. Yes. And then when it comes time for sexy time, you're tired. You don't have yes. time for it. You I just you don't want to do it anymore. You yes. know what I mean? You got to let it flow sometimes. But you want to you don't you don't want to neglect your husband, but sometimes you got to understand that we're just tired. That's just what it is. That's literally but, what but it is. But if your wife is mad, she'll be up till all 7 in the morning. The minute you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes you really want them for mud. <laughs> Real thing, but but honestly, it's it, no, it's it's all fun and games. But I don't think we understand the the role that our wives play when it comes to motherhood. Like I see Nikki when we gave birth to her uh, our first daughter, go from I don't know what I'm doing with this kid the first like couple seconds to in about five minutes being on ultimate mom mode, and to see that progress and process has been like one of the most beautiful things to watch. What I'm learning though is, even though I might be out and preparing for all of this and all that stuff, when I get home, she still needs me there with the kids. Cause what, I'll tell you this, when she's out and I'm with the kids, I would trade it for everything. I know, I would go, give me a triple shift, right? But to stay home with the kid, the, you know, it's, it's not a joke. Give me a triple shift. Or I, other than staying home with my two girls sometimes, because it gets, in regards to me being tired, I am done after that day. The other day I had to tell them, like, yo, fam, I rate you. I'm sorry for everything. When I do whatever I do, I'll come home and I got the kids, because I understand this is something serious. It's, something, like, they, it's a lot of time that gets put into it as mothers and, and what they got to go through, especially like holding down the family. Like While we're out there doing what we got to do, they, they really hold it down and hold us together. So we got to just remember to show up for them as well. Give them a break. Sometimes it's just like, all right, babe, you know what? Fam, go do what you need to go do. I got the kids, cuz. It's draining, right? It's my draining. How you feel? Though? We would love that. I promise you. If you try that, we would love that. So, good, good, good. I'm on the same page with you. You're on the, on the same, same page, page with me, right? Yeah. I am love. I am confident. I am confident. And I was made with divine purpose. I was made with divine purpose. Everything I desire, I attract. Everything I desire, I attract. I overcome my fears by following my biggest dream. I overcome my fears by following my biggest dream. I am more than enough. I am more than enough. I have the power to be the difference and create the change I want to see. I am the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, a lender and not a borrower, a winner and not a quitter. My failures will never define me because I will rise above and be everything I was created to be. My black is proud, my black is strong, my black is beautiful, my black is excellent. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, I'm black and I'm proud, I'm black and I'm proud.
Black King, Black Queen are three. One, two, three. Black King, Black Queen. Let's get it. Okay, so we're just gonna wrap up things here, but I have one more question. If there was one thing that you had to apologize for to your husband or to your wife, what would that thing be? I'll give you guys some time to think about that. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll talk. So our journey, we didn't get into our story because like I said, it's not really about us tonight, but I put her through the mud before marriage. Like it was, it, it, it was, it was a lot and um, what was happening was I wasn't ready for marriage, but I knew she, I knew she was the one, but I, I knew I wasn't ready for that decision. So what I did was held her there while I was just like, I'm afraid of this because I just don't know this. So I'm going to do everything in my power not to deal with this, right? And I was out there. I was just around, around here, there, and everywhere. And um, all the while knowing that deep down inside, she was that person. It was just pride and me not being at the place I thought I needed to be at. And um, to see her actually still stand by me through all of that. We never dated, so that's our story. My thing was like, well, we're not, we're not dating. I understand how she felt about me, though, but I still... I ran from it, man, because I just wasn't ready. That's why I said, like, it's important for a man to be ready because when I was ready and I made the decision, I've never looked back, right? So it's a decision I made with my chest, and I was never nervous. I just always knew that she was the one, but I ran from it because I never saw examples of what this thing looked like. Only my parents, who I looked at, no offense, but it's like grandparents. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, love, like, it just, we, we just didn't see it like that, right? So... Because we didn't have true representation, we were just out here kind of lost. We had each other, though, but we were just on the same journey. And it's funny, when, when we all snapped into, sense, into our senses at the same time, and it's funny because community really changes things. I'll tell people, if you really want to do this, and this is the reason why we started this initiative, is to do it and build community and have community behind you because when you have accountability, it changes things. So when we got on the phone and I started switching our talk to, yo, oh, yo, this girl's whatever, blah, 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 get me out of this, to, no, I really want to marry this girl. Everything, no, shut, hey, <laughs> hey, I won't talk, I won't talk. Let's relax, let's calm down. It's not about that tonight. It's not about that tonight. But it honestly shifts something and it propelled us to just be the, uh, the men that we are today. So I think that is super important. So that's something that I apologize to you for. I never, we've, never, we've never actually talked about that never. because it was just a thing. Like, we're just going through the motions. We we're young. So like, I always put it on. I was young and I was out there. You know what I mean? Like, but honestly, like, I, I'm sorry for dragging you through the mud. But I realize now that 100% without a shadow of a doubt, that you are my forever. So it is what it is. I knew it already, guys. I knew it. I just played along. I knew it the whole time that he loved me so much. <laughs> and so I just played my role. I sat there, and here I am, guys. Did it. But is there anything that I am apologizing for? Yes. I think um, just I think going back to the love languages, um, I do know your love language, and I think just like some of the other mothers spoke about, 
we're tired, we're busy, he likes physical touch and that sort of thing. And so it's hard to always give that to you, you know, the way I know you would need that. Tonight. You know, you guys understand. But <laughs> no long talking tonight. I think, <laughs> I think if I stop seeing it as a chore and potentially, okay. <laughs> put up my foot. As a need. As, as a task. <laughs> I can better achieve that for you. And so I do apologize for always blaming it on the kids because there are times when it can be time, you know, but you're tired. But I'm going to try better, and I apologize for not always listening to you. You know, sometimes I want to do my own thing, but I apologize for that, and we're going to do good. We're going through seasons, and we got this. It's us. Us. <laughs> All right, anybody else? Okay, for me as a person, I'm very, like, <laughs> to myself. Right. I'm very quiet and I'm like, I'm very introverted. Right. So I like enjoy being alone, like you mentioned, too. And I'm, I'm in my own bubble. Right. So like for him, he's the total opposite. He's very outgoing. He can say what's on his chest and he has no problem voicing his opinion. And I'm not like that. I don't like confrontation. So when he has an issue, he will tell you he does not care how you feel, if it's going to bother you. He doesn't care. He'll just say it, right? And for me, it makes me so uncomfortable. And I notice that I, I like to just kind of hold things in and not say what's bothering me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until he has an issue, until he has an issue, I'll be like, you know what? Last week, you did this to me. And he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? You can't do that. But for me, I notice that I can't just hold things in and um, kind of just wait till things blow over. I got to kind of just say it in the moment and say, you know what, this bothered me. And, you know, let's talk about it instead of just holding things in. Because I notice when those things happen, we kind of, it blows up in your face, basically. It, blow, it blows up in your face and then we're dealing with multiple issues. Right. So if I'll, if I'll just kind of just say it in the moment and we'll deal with it right then and there, then, you know, we could just kind of solve issues better that way. Yeah. And, and that is what I'm apologizing for. So, yes. So for me, um, not many people know, but I'm just a straight to the point type of guy. Like, like she said, I'll just say what's on my mind. Like, I'd rather be happy than to know I can't sleep because this is eating me, right? And I find that sometimes, like, when we first started dating, she had a problem with the way how I spoke. Like, me now, I'm, that's just my nature. I'm just a very stern person, and I speak, you know, a bit harsh, you know, with authority. And sometimes she feels like I'm yelling at her or I'm attacking her. And she's a little sensitive in that area. But me as a person, I just got to realize that, you know, it's all about knowing your wife. And I've, I've learned to tone that down a bit. But she also understands the type of person that I am. But I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I speak to you in a manner sometime that is displeasing. Because I realize that, you know, if you're not treating your wife well, God is not pleased with how. Right, right. Hey. With us. You know what I mean? So... Just really being emotionally available for my wife, I feel like sometimes I, I, I'm, I could kind of brush things off and not... I'm hearing her. Like, I'm just a, not the type of person that will jump. So she'll tell me something like, oh, babes, I want this. And I'm, I heard her. So I've, I'm going to do it. 
but I'm just not going to jump for her and say, okay, you know, engage. So I feel, I'm just sorry for, you know, the way I speak to you and, you know, certain things at certain times. Aww. I love it. <laughs> you know, sorry if you're not in Breda. <laughs> <laughs> And on my time yet, big man, I see my kagara. <laughs> One of the things that um, I'm probably really sorry for is, you know, again, being young and being married, nobody really tells you how to do this marriage thing. You kind of have to figure it out day by day. And so I feel like I wasn't a great listener to my husband his want, your wants and your needs. I don't think I was the best listener. And I'm deeply, deeply, deeply sorry for that. That caused a riff in our marriage. It caused us to kind of, you know, like, almost like not know each other. Like I, I didn't know who this man was and he didn't know who I was. Just off of not listening to your spouse can really cause a lot of that. And um, I really, really want to apologize for that. And I pray that I become a better listener day by day. Um, thank you for your apology. Um, I'm going to apologize for not seeing you. Um, from the time we've been together, um, understanding you for who you were, from what you went through. Um, myself, I could say I am not used to aggressiveness. Sometimes, you know, I like the softness, that's how I was brought up with. I lost my way. And I needed help, and I didn't know who to turn to. And I came to a place where I felt like I didn't want to be here anymore. But by you praying, by you praying, and for God to step in, to bring me back here, even when I didn't think there was any way. So I'm sorry for hurting you, and I mean that. I love you. Man, I'm gonna make me ball. Wow, and can I, can, I, can I speak on something? So, so I, don't, I don't know how many people um, saw the commercial, but in the beginning of the commercial, there's a woman that's basically saying, Dean, we need this. And I, I, we don't go into details and all that stuff, but that woman, that was basically Dominique's story. Um, and sometimes we... We grew up together, and sometimes we don't understand the importance of checking in 
with one another. Like we 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 don't take it serious. We see, ah, oh, they're married, they're cool, it's family. We see them when we see them, but it's so good to have community and being able to tap in with one another to pick up when one is down. When one member is down, like we're all down. And I remember going to their house one day and, man, like, I think I prayed like I never prayed before with, the, with these guys. And to see, I'm telling you guys, to see them here right now is growth and shows what community does. Like, you guys, people may not understand their story. One day they'll tell their story. But this is a true testament that God is still God, right? And a lot of times we forget and we take God out the middle of everything we're doing and our relationships and then wonder why they don't work. But we, we have to always remember that he is the center. He needs to be the center at the center as he leads, we follow. And um, I think that makes the difference in, in true marriage. And I'm proud of you guys, man. You guys know I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. And there's a reason why you guys are here, because at the end of the day, millions and the nation is going to be saved by your testimony and where God brought you to, where he brought you from and where he's bringing you to. So um, always remember that. Always remember your why. Always remember why you got into this and may God do the rest, man. Sean? I would say... Uh Apologizing to my wife. I mean, I do that daily, but um, yeah, that's a regular for me. Uh, whatever. <laughs> hate, hate to break the mood, but I do. Um, but one thing, uh, I'll let you guys in. One special moment um, for for some that don't know, we we went through um, a, a whole miscarriage journey, trying, failing, bleeding, nasty, gross. Um, it's 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 nasty, gross. It was it was it was it was that. Um, but that happened. But wait, to 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 bring us back, that happened after my accident, right? And in that moment, when she was going through that, because of my anxieties, she went through some of it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the morning. She went to work and she's and she's like the pain is just unbearable, and and I can't like I have to go to hospital. I was so terrified of hospitals that I had to let her go by herself, and I and I like that thing is like in here like it's it's stuck with me forever. Um, so I, I'll say, babe, like I mean this is not something that I haven't apologized before. Um, it's something that, and that's something. When you have somebody that, that's again, marriage is 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 a journey where you learn each other, you learn things. Um, and she easily could have took that and be like, "Yo, you're not a man." Like honestly, she could have took that and be like, but she she saw me in that and said, "I'm gonna still walk with you as we get through this journey." Um, tell you, I was terrified of hospitals terrified of like anything doctor and and to this day I'm still dealing with it and and going through this journey and so but in that moment I let my fear override the need for me to be there in that moment and um I'll say like I said before is like I do apologize for that and 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 I want to thank you 
for leading in that moment, right? Because people understand, people just think it's always the man, always the man up front. In that moment, I needed her to be 70-30, right? And, and I want to thank you. And, I, and again, I'll as well, apologize. Be like, yo, babe, you, you held it down. And, and I look at Ava and I look at our miracle and I see uh, what, what, what a blessing it is. And I see how you are mommying. Like, I, I, man, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're just great. And, uh, and, and, and it is what it is. Yes, sir. It is what it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not I don't have to. Okay, well, I mean, hear me racking my brain like, what am I going to apologize for? I'm perfect. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but talking about your, um, like, anxieties and stresses, especially, like, medical anything, um, I want to apologize for, because I'm mommying, not being present with you in your stresses, in the things that worry you when it comes to that. Um, I want to apologize for being tired and being like, okay, no, I hear you, but what is Ava doing? What do you, what, like being there, but being in the moment, but not being present with you and what you're saying. So I want to apologize for that and know that I am, I'm still here. I'm, I got you. Are we straight? We good? We good? All right. All right. Okay. And that's, but Sean talked about something. I just want to, I want to touch on it quick before I get to you guys. There's, I remember when Sean called me. He was at the hospital when you guys lost your, your baby. That was the first time I ever heard Sean cry like that. And a lot of times in our community, we don't talk about what that does to the men, right? Um, especially men that l want to be fathers, right? And, and love children, right? I remember he called me and it was crazy. So fast forward, Sean comes to my house one day. And Sean shows me his phone, and it's an ultrasound. I couldn't be more happy. Like, I was jumping for joy. Like, we were jumping together, man. Because when he cries, he gets me. Like, even when he fell down in the hospital that time, I was in BC. I called Nikki, like, Yo, Sean's gonna die, man. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, Literally. No. And then, Literally. so we're talking to Sean, and we're just like, yo, Fabio, you're good. And then he's crying. The hospital's like, you guys don't talk to him. He's crazy. So we, we, just, we just have that bond, right? And it's funny. Like, you never know. Like, even in the midst of, like, death, sometimes there's life. I, I, I'll, I'll make reference to this. So the very day he came to my house and showed me his three-month-year-old um, girl, well, Leo's pregnant here for three months. Nikki goes downstairs. So Nikki's pregnant, 11 weeks. Nikki goes downstairs. I'm just like, all right, she's going to the washroom. Then Nikki calls me. I'm like, yo, fam, what's going on, man? We're celebrating Sean right now. We're talking, like, come upstairs. <laughs> Why are you not jumping? There's blood. I said, oh, God. Okay. So I go downstairs. We have a miscarriage. That Basically, that day was the start of the miscarriage. And again, I go back to community. Even though we were, it was heartbreaking news for us, I was still in the midst of that, some way, somehow, able to go upstairs. Sean didn't have a clue what happened and still celebrate them. And I feel like we need more of that 
in our community. We need more like selfless acts in our community. And we just gotta, as blacks, we gotta do better with supporting. Like I'm talking about intentional support. Like you guys, there's a lot of people I have not talked to what day in my life in this room. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart because you guys didn't have to go out of your way to be here. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's that that I cherish. And I say this to say community is everything. This is what we're trying to build here. These are just some of our stories. We want to hear your stories one day. And this is what it's about. It's building black love, black unity, black power, black excellence, black legacy. You guys already know Nelly Mills. One thing you can say sorry for, and then we wrap this bad boy up. Okay. Uh, I want to apologize for <laughs> taking so long to put myself aside. And um, I took way too long to put myself aside to realize that we all need to, that we all communicate differently and we all process things differently. And I should have been able to give you your space sooner and not only give you your space, but also realize that you needed me to be a little bit more feminine, less aggressive, so you could be more vulnerable to me. Because when I'm so aggressive, that actually makes you step away from me. And um, I'm no excuses, but you know, like, meeting you, you know what I went through. So my aggression comes from a lot of my past and it did take a while for me to make my walls break down. Still working on it. <laughs> I still have bursts of aggressiveness sometimes, but um, <laughs> I <laughs> definitely am working on be being more in touch with my fem feminine side and not always being on like, you know, being so defensive and like, saying like, oh, I have to do everything by myself. I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Just relax and realize that I do have a good man to lead me. So. <laughs> All right, Mills. I'm trying. <laughs> Mills. <clears throat> Mic check. Yeah. Um, I have a whole for apologize, but how much time we have? Two minutes, really. Uh, <laughs> one thing. Um, one thing I have to apologize for is um, when my wife does stuff good, she she wants like I might be using the wrong word, not not praise, like affirmation. Thank you. I like that shirt. That's still. She likes affirmation, but. No excuses. I was grown like, like I said, my pops is a soldier. Like, you know what I mean? So certain things that you're supposed to do that you don't get, you know, you shouldn't get a sticker for it. You know what I mean? And that's on me. Like, I shouldn't put that on you. You know what I mean? So, like, I coach basketball and stuff, like, Kids make a layup and they're doing like sleepy head or whatever. I'm like, you guys are celebrating doing something that you practice every day to do. The score is two nothing. You're celebrating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? But my wife does stuff and she says like, 
you only say something when I do something bad. But I don't know any better. Like, you're doing everything great. So I don't want you to change that. Right? But when you do something wrong, I feel like, okay, babe, like, you know, but she wants me to affirm her. Right? Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> right? When, I, when, I, when she does something good. But in my head, I'm like, I'm wired different. We're, we're wired different. Yep. I don't want her to tell me, oh, yeah, thank you, babe. I appreciate that. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to do certain things. You know what I mean? Let me know when I'm doing something wrong so I can fix that. And I think that she's thinking the same way or she should be thinking the same way on a site work. All right? So I see you. Come and live with you. <laughs> well, I see you. And... I'm going to try and change that sooner than later. Mm-hmm. All right? But, yeah, I apologize for that. And I also apologize that, you know, sometimes the kids them piss me off. I'm going to take it out by you. He does do that. <laughs> yeah. I said it's my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right? I apologize. Remember <laughs> Serious, brother. When she, when, she, when she tells you thank you, have you ever really, like, Processed when she said thank you to you, or did you just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah? Uh, I no? don't process it. No. Next time when she says thank you, just think about what you done. But it, try it. He said try. I'ma try, but I feel like no. Really uh, think about it. No, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. And when you when she says thank you, you be like, wow, like you really appreciate. You you might not feel that way, but you probably may feel giddy inside, low key. I don't. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're no, right. I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with me. I don't know. You didn't try right? what he said. Try and think about it. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a mindset for them. It's a mindset. You have to understand. It's just like you at work. You're not doing. You're just. You know. You're doing whatever. And your boss says, "Good job today." You just start to move. So sometimes it's just one of them type of thing for them. Yeah. For, oh, for, for them, them. For not them. for you. Okay. So it's just sometimes all even if they're doing bad say, yeah. you know what I like what you did today to make her do good. Okay, yeah, I, I got you. I, yo, I got you, baby. Me all, right. all right, guys, yeah. could we put a, a round of applause for Did you guys enjoy that? Did you guys enjoy it? It's all right, it's all right.